Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. All wise is the owl who can see in the dark. All rise for the lessons of the evening to start. All seeing is the being who created the spark. Man knows he knows nothing if the man is smart. Star charts, technology is silly to those who know real space travel only happens with souls. Molecules and energy disassemble and flows. With space bends and distorts, we are UFOs. King Hiram, master of all builders. Step through two pillars, stalked by three killers. Buried inside a village, but wait. I'm not finished, risen from the grave as a holographic image. Let's have a conversation about the constellations, about sound and light and matter and vibrations. Hello. Hello, everybody. This is Puppet George, and this is the Freemasons Podcast. With me tonight, all these bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I'm your host, Wright Marshall Brother George Mudry. And uh, for those who uh, have, uh, are listening on the podcast uh, on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you're uh, listening on the platform, you probably just heard a song. Uh, and that song was actually um, a song by the rapper Apathy oh, nice. that I'm going to be putting on there. And he is going to be, I was given, he's given me permission to put up uh, blurps of his song as well as I'm going to promote his tour and everything. But he's going to be here in October. I will say, uh, just as a sidebar, I started listening to a bunch of his stuff, and lyrically, mm-hmm. the Masonic drops and the Masonic almost innuendos and everything else, it is kind of cool <laughs> listening to a hip-hop artist where I get what he's saying, but I know hands. he probably has fans that aren't Masons that Have don't no really, yeah, right. don't get the innuendos and everything. It's so the song that you cool. heard is called the, uh, the Legend of the Third Degree, and that is off his Widow's Son album. He's on tour right now, and if uh, you go to the Freemasons podcast later tonight, I will be putting up uh, his, um, his tour, if anybody's interested, and it's, he's going to be all over the place. So, uh, hey, that's mine. Let's, <laughs> let's get into intru- some introductions. I've introduced myself to my left. Puppet George. Worshipful Brother Joe. Worshipful brother Ken. Brother Rocco. Brother Daniel. Worshipful brother Dan. <laughs> we got two Dans in the house. Yeah. Next, to, next to each other. Yeah, I know. Next to each other. That's kind of funny. They don't look anything alike, though. No. no. But anyway. Uh, so if you're watching, today's, uh, today's podcast is going to be uh, basically, yep, ask us questions. We have no topic for today. We're just going to be just up not. here. Shoot. Kind of one of the reasons I came by. I We're going like, to be up oh, here yeah, shooting shit. About anything. No topic, no, no homework. We're actually I got leave. jokes. <laughs> I sure always have jokes. I, saying, I think you always have sure you you So uh, ask us anything. You could ask us uh, about ourselves. You could ask us about our Masonic careers. You could ask us about everything. Actually, I have a couple questions that were asked, and we're going to p- toss it around the table. Uh, Worship Brother Ken is over here on the, on the computer. I'm sure you've seen all the questions. And... Uh, that's what we're gonna do. Let's uh, let's get started with this first, though. First thing I have to do is uh, tomorrow's my birthday. I'm asking. Happy birthday! Happy birthday. Thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Twenty-five all over again. Uh, but uh, <laughs> for like the fifteenth time. Yeah, it's his fifteenth anniversary start, of being twenty-five. So. Yeah, tomorrow's my birthday, and uh, what I did was on my personal Facebook, if you are friends with me and you listen to this, or if you want to look me up on uh, Facebook, uh, again, George Andrew Mudry, 
I'm up there. It's also attached to the Freemasons podcast. I am asking people to donate to the Wounded Warrior Project. I'm asking to raise 200. I'm hoping to smack that one out of the park and go above it. Uh, Wounded Warriors Project is a very good, uh, what do you call it, uh, charitable a thing. Worthy cause. Yeah, yeah a very worthy cause. It's for uh, disabled veterans who uh, have been wounded in battle and everything. So uh, please go on uh, and donate. Uh, I hope both of your friends donate. What? <laughs> I hope both of your friends donate. Clever. <laughs> Uh, that's actually uh, Gingers who have two friends. Remember Harry Potter? It's the big myth about the movie. <laughs> oh, that's just messed up. <laughs> Laura said you can't grow a beard, Dan. Oh, oh, you're ruining no. it, man. That was for question time. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, oh my God! Yeah, that was supposed. To I'm be not going to get into all of our sponsors and everything. I'm not going to get into all of our uh, our pages and everything. You've listened long enough. If you're listening, if you're on this episode, you know where to find us. Uh, go on there. I actually just added a new shirt on the freemasonspodcast.com. It is the Do It Just shirt. And I put a, uh, what is that thing called? Square? Yeah, that. As instead of the Nike swoosh? Instead of the Nike we swoosh. We have a square, and it says Do It, and then Just below it. So, uh, anyway, let's get into some toasts. We have some new likes on Facebook. Matthew Gonzalez, Michael Fitzpatrick, Stephen Baker. Brethren, right hand arms. Dwarves. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva. 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 <laughs> Papa George participated. This big dummy doesn't know his right from his left. <laughs> much oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about it. All right. <clears throat> While we're at it, uh, I had actually, uh, we're going to do another toast here. I'm going to toast a lodge and I'm going to toast a basin. Oh, as soon as my phone decides to allow me to play. Um, I actually got a message through Facebook and it was from. It's amazing that facial recognition software works on you. <laughs> Gonna be right. one of those nights. Guys. Yes, it is. Uh, this is from uh, Worshipable Brother Rudy Zamora. Howdy and good morning, brother. And I'm a past master of Julian Field Lodge 908 Ancient Free and Accepted Masons in Fort Worth, Texas. And yes, that is the correct spelling for Julian Field, whom our lodge is named after. I recently discovered your podcast. Uh, on the Stitcher app and started listening to your channel for the first time this morning. Episode 54, uh, Masonic Lodges and Firearms. Great episode. Really enjoyed that commercial break. Too, uh, very funny. Um, and then he goes in to talk about uh, the, the rules of carrying a firearm in Texas. Um, if you have a pulse, you can carry a gun. No, it's, it's actually... I'll, we'll get into it afterward. It's too long to read and everything. But he says... Uh, uh, let's see here. You guys mentioned some really good points that I'll be bringing to my lodge's attention, such as periodic firearm safety refreshers and possibly even arming our Tyler and Junior Deacon. We have a warden's retreat scheduled this weekend over in Dallas. I'm going to bring up the topics of firearms. Um, and let's see here. He goes, anyway, I just wanted to, I'll read it. You know, if you guys want to hear the whole thing afterward, it's very, uh, very long. And he actually said, uh, sorry for writing a book. <laughs> But uh, he said, anyway, I just wanted to reach out and say, howdy, great podcast. Keep up the good and square works. Rudy Samora, Pastmaster, Junior Warden, Community Service Chair, 
Julian Field Lodge 908. So, we're going to recharge our cannons, and we are going to toast uh, not only worshipable brother Rudy Samora, but also his lodge. He's got the other stuff. Yeah, I think they want my... Uh, I have it over here. My slum. Slum it over here. We're at like a little kids' table, like yeah, at Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the children's table. We're just gonna sit so here and play ooh, Xbox and mess around with our phones while the old you know people what? talk. Yeah. yeah. Once you hit a certain level, you want to go back to that. Very nice. You guys, by passing this down oh, there, you guys good. No, no, we're good. We, okay. we were loaded with slum yeah. juice. You make, you All right. Like, you know, you Oops. make goop with like. I like how gingers is called slum juice. All right. So, actually. Ken's going to do it. Where's your brother Ken? Lead us. Okay. Um, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Oh, uh, which oh, lodge are we toasting? I'm sorry. I don't like we change. We are toasting. Yeah. Uh, God. Change. Forgot it already. Dan and Dan it was Arnold. a complicated name. That's the the only yes. Like it was uh, yeah. Julian yeah. Julian Field Lodge 908, and that is in uh, Fort Julian? Worth, Texas. Okay. So I am going to toast Julian Field Lodge 508. That's a big mm-hmm. and, in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. And worshipful brother Rudy Zamora. And worshipful brother Rudy Zamora. Mm-hmm. And. And. Okay. Right worshipful brother George Mudry, oh. whose birthday is this week. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Brothers, right hand to arms. 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 Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Sorry, Ken. Together, brothers. Viva, 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 viva. And thank you. Thank you, brothers. Happy 50th birthday, George. Oh, <laughs> you don't look a day over 49. Said, kids' table's acting up. George, here. not Joe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while we're on it, next thing we're going to jump into, and uh, we're going to do, uh, oh, again, sign up for Patreon. It's the only thing I want to plug. Sign up for Patreon. Join us on Discord. We have great conversations. All of your favorite characters are on there. And uh, we just haven't got Puppet George on there yet. We'll get him a profile. Put a joke on the podcast. You did, Chad. Like. He didn't know if it was appropriate for <laughs> Discord, so uh, kinda, I advised him to hold back on that one. Uh, sometimes he gets a little unruly. It gets a little. I'll have to look at it again. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's get into uh, George Washington's <clears throat> rules for Freemasons. <clears throat> the last one we covered was associate yourself with good. Uh, with men of good quality, if your esteem or your own reputation, for it is better to be alone than in bad company. I think we all pretty much do that, with the exception of this little puppet over here. We try. <laughs> Looks like I should be alone right now. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get into 63. Uh, a man ought not to value himself of his achievements uh, or rare qualities of wit, much less of his riches, virtue, or kindred. That is to say, a person's value is not Oh, is determined by what he does for others, not what he has received or done for himself. That kind of mirrors Albert Pike's uh, type of ideology, as he had also yeah, said. Absolutely. So, I don't think that's really something that you need to do or practice. I think it's just pretty much it's a... I think it's it, something that you can mess up. So yeah. I think we should be mindful <laughs> of that over the next week. But. Perfect. All right. So we got no topic, listeners' questions. And, uh, There's a few up there. Yeah, we got a few. We got a few up there? All right, you guys are watching? Because I'm kind of half watching, half not watching. I got too much going on over here. What do you want to start with, Discord or Facebook? Start with Discord. Okay. They so take earlier precedence. On, earlier on today on Discord, a few Ken, questions. Ken, just turn it a little bit more in front of you. Okay. Talking to Mike, Ken. 
Speak it to the microphone. Make some noise. There you go. Tommy. Uh, let's see. Gideon actually had a couple uh, perfect things to say. What's up, Gideon? Um, he's a, he's actually he's watching live as well, but these were a couple questions that he had earlier on Discord. Is that the little Dutch boy? That's the little Dutch boy. <laughs> Shut up, Papa George. <laughs> Um, he was asking about, let's see, he was, he was asking about the Illuminati in general, about okay. the actual Illuminati, the real Illuminati, not the people that are, you know, I did a little history trying to on scam it. people. I did a little story on it. You want to talk a little bit about that first? What exactly was he asking? Um, he said, an, a- an episode about the Illuminati would be interesting. I mean, how it started in Bavaria mm-hmm. and what the actual facts are. Okay, um, I actually did that on, I think it was the Mason's Mouth Off, the very, very yeah. first yeah. episode I did yep. it. Uh, I didn't get very into depth, but I basically talked about Adam Weishaupt, who was the guy who started it. Um, I talked about how they didn't really, they weren't trying to conquer governments and everything, so to speak. You know, they're not trying to topple worlds, but they did get very big. Uh, Adam Weishaupt was not known to have become a master mason. The only research that I had found was that he was actually a fellow craft and stopped taking his degrees. And then he went and made... The uh, Perfectus Illuminatus, which was the Order of the Illuminati, which is a separate branch, and many Freemasons actually uh, jumped into it. I, I found the same thing. I found the mm-hmm. same research. So he, he stopped. Uh, he well, stopped he, at Fellowcraft. He stopped at Fellowcraft. And, and they recruited from other lodges. Yes, and many Freemasons actually ended up joining that. And uh, he, Was he disgruntled? I don't think he was disgruntled. I just think he wanted to take it in a different direction. From what everything I've gathered, it wasn't disgruntled. He just didn't... He, he believed a little bit more. He wanted to... More empowerment type of? Or what do you mean by more? Just taking like, it a different direction uh, than what the regular Freemason lodges were doing. I, don't, I think it was more if he wasn't finding... He was doing it for him. So he went and made his own degrees about it. Uh, his best friend was actually killed uh, by a lightning strike, of all things. That actually killed him right off the bat, killed him. And But ironically, the papers that he was bringing to Adam Weishaupt, which basically spelled out everything the Illuminati was about, uh, they were left uncharred. And it got into the hands of authorities, and that was the beginning of the end for him. So don't forget, much different government back then. Much very church oriented, and uh, especially even the powers that be, the government powers, they didn't like the fact that somebody was trying to shake the the tree a little bit. But from some of the information I found about the Illuminati was uh, basically they didn't not believe in government. They just thought that if everybody if everybody acted according to moral law, there'd be no need for a government, and that would basically piss off governments. <laughs> so uh, that's what I pretty much have on him. But all right, keep firing away, Ken. Well, he had a couple other ideas on uh, potential topics, but I think these are episodes in and of themselves. Um, he's asking for more information regarding Shriners, uh, maybe an episode about the P2 Lodge or the scandal that uh, went on with the P2 Lodge. I believe that was in Italy. I think that was in Italy. Too. I mean, we could get we easily get a Shriner in here. I mean, we know many a Shriner. Yeah, I think we can definitely do that. Is but those are those are yeah, topics unto themselves. Get that out of here. I'll tell you why. Right. There's a uh, shock collar <laughs> floating around here for some reason. Yeah, why, why are you bringing that even near me? I don't. I don't want it in here. I don't like it. I know. It's not my friend. No. Okay. George brought yeah, the shock collar. I'm going to look at George and just be like. 
Are we live? We're right. live. Yeah, we're, we're live. Mean, we're definitely live. We're in the middle of a. We're recording, <laughs> and he's he's twiddling yeah, around with a shotgun. Yeah, you guys. Uh, he's giving it to uh, Rocco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, wait, wait, I got a joke. I, I got a joke. Jim Trensky said that uh, if somebody doesn't talk into the mic, I am to whack them. Uh, so the shot collar is up in my hand. Going straight I, I, I think comments, the best comment is... But last uh, time that, I that see a lot of people not talking into a mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hey, hey, what does George call a pyramid, a Shriner's car? I what? don't know what. A luxury sedan. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? He's small. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway. He's small. Our friend on, uh, I got it. <laughs> our friend on Discord, brother Mark here, All right. uh, asked, Tonight I want to know, who is the better marksman? Oh, the better marksman. Next question to come in. Uh, what are we who, shooting? Like, out of everyone? or Out of those of us here, I, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm not going to claim really high. It's been a long time since I actually held a rifle. So. Uh, I think it depends on what we're shooting. Yeah. What's the caliber? And who's, uh, again, and who's, and pick who's one. firearm? I, I, I when I was in the Marine Corps, I shot the M16, which fired a two two three or a five five six. If you want to go with a needle round, and I shot sharpshooter. So, you know what we should do? We Not should expert. All... I shot sharpshooter. In my defense, there was an inbound hurricane. <laughs> Leaving it at that. Okay. Well. So that we're comparing apples to apples and not apples to oranges. I think we should all get together on my range one of these days. Okay. That Bring sounds, out a few ARs yeah, like and let's see that. who can do their best at a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. I'm, f- I'm fine okay. with that. 100 then, yards? Then maybe Let's make it two. Let's make it two. Well, my club only goes out to 100 yards. Okay. We can bring, we can bring the shot collar. Whoever misses farthest gets shot. I think that would... I think that would be good. That would be, I think that would be good. No, maybe we'll go great. Facebook firearms. Live, too. Not, not with firearms. Shot, shot collars and firearms does not sound like a good combo. Walk away from the firearm. Put the firearm down, walk away, and take your zap, take your pain. Where's that shot collar? Uh, you got it? I don't, I don't trust you. It. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. All right, Mark, so we're going to put this together. We're going to make it happen. We're going to get out on the range, and we're going to see who the better marksman is. Yep. A, or a private Patreon. Uh, it'll probably have to be a recording. I don't know that we want to go live with that one. No, I agree. We'll, we'll we'll think about the it. Prong, Tom. Live, but at least a nice Patreon or yeah. something like that. Can I wear my chaps? That'd be some good content. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Puppet George, you can wear your chaps. Awesome. I don't know why you would want to do that <laughs> at a firing range. We're shooting. Like All right. Okay. What else we got? Let's keep it going because we got f- questions so just firing in here. Uh, let's see. He thought that you would say you right off the bat as far as who's uh, the marksman. It's been a while since I've shot. You know, I'll truth and honestly. You're, you, you shoot on a more frequent basis, so I don't know. Okay. Well, Might have I mean, to knock some dust off the bottle on that one. I, I don't shoot two two three five five six that often. Gideon did say make it a live. He just said make it a live video. Ha <laughs> uh, Cephas, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Oh, that's uh, Peter Daigle. Peter Daigle. Duh. All right. So Peter asked on Discord earlier tonight, how does being a Mason affect your family and friendship commitments? Which I thought was a great question. Do we want to go around the room? With this how about we just point? Ken, pick two people. Oh my gosh. Just uh, two. Because we got a lot random, of questions. At random. At random. Uh, Joe and Dan. Which Sharkus. Yeah. I defer to you first. Go right ahead. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a married man, so my my home life. I is can see much. why. <laughs> In this country. Thanks, thanks puppet. Uh, but so you know, my home life is pretty much what I want it to be. Uh, as with friends, I don't know. It, 
you plan things accordingly, I guess, is the easiest you could say. I mean, I'm quite involved right now, especially with the Grand Lodge activities that I'm involved in. Um, so that takes up more time than norm. But uh, it definitely will take a toll. I mean, I could see in the brothers who are married or have children, it could take much more of a toll than would on, on me. Let it Joe. Well, it, um, you know, most, mo 90% of my family and friends are very supportive of it. And obviously, I have a lot of friends that are Masons, so it's kind of easy with them. And the ones that aren't are kind of intrigued by it, whether it's a, a curiosity or just uh, making jokes about me being a Mason, you know, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, that's, it's all about that 24-inch gauge, balancing your time, make sure you're, you're leaving time for family, friends, as well as your usual vocation and yeah. refreshment, which can often lead over to your time with your family and friends so um i'd say it, it's only positive you know first thing what i thought of when you asked that question is how has it impacted the relationships i think my bonds with people are stronger now because i if i give somebody my word that mm. means a lot more than it did to me before i was amazed i'm going to jump in here real quick after that question i'm just going to answer some of the questions that are quickly i can answer joseph schultz have you gotten any negative feedback or harsh criticism of the podcast Yes, <laughs> a resounding yes. Maybe a little. Uh, maybe a little. A um, we, we've gotten good and bad. It's not all bad. Uh, one of the things that you probably noticed is we've gotten much better with the language. Our first episodes were pretty harsh. We've gotten better with the language. That was one of the things, and uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, realistically, it was really the language and stuff. But uh, we've toned it down. We've gotten again. We were in our very infantile stage, but yes, we have gotten negative, and I'm sure at some point. There's more negative criticism. However, I do got to give shout out to our Grand Lodge. They 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 helped us out. They they gave they support. got our backs. So they support us. So uh, that's that's a good thing. End of the toast, uh, Jim Trensky. I think you're meaning the three claps are usually given by grand honors. You might be talking about vivat. No, vivat. And vivat means yeah. live long, or long life, depending on what language you're looking at. French, yes. French, vivat is French, vivat is French, viva is Spanish, so pretty much the same thing. Uh, Which is live, yeah, to live. To live, basically. Uh, what topic is too controversial? I don't know, we haven't got there yet. <laughs> we've covered quite <laughs> we've, a few We've covered quite a few of them that we had to trudge in the mud a little bit mm -hmm. and tiptoe. and. that last podcast. Where's that shot collar? Give him the shot collar, give him the shot collar. I'm not holding but you know <laughs> that thing is nothing. I got it on a hundred right now. Got it on a hundred. Still eat that like it's <laughs> um, Seriously though, I think the the firearm was one of the the yes. more controversial mm -hmm. ones, and I think we actually handled that mm -hmm. very well without getting into the pol politics behind it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no, nobody's, was, nobody's kicked the door to the lodge down while we're recording yet, so I don't yeah, think we've gone too controversial yeah, we haven't gone until too that crazy. happens. We do have people in our Grand Lodge that are monitoring you know, what we say and what we do. Not in a, not in a over, over the head type, they're standing in the corner staring at us, but you know, they listen in, they make sure that we're not getting too crazy and doing crazy things, but I think we're pretty much, I think we know for the most part to keep it within due bounds, so... Uh, let's see here. What else you got, Ken? Um, How tall am I, Diana? I am five foot seven. Lies. Laura uh, asked, "Why can't Daniel grow a real beard?" I'm not sure which <laughs> Daniel she's talking about. She's talking about her. Maybe name she's comparing you to that. Yeah, I don't know. Discuss. Yeah, 
yeah, no, she's obviously not talking about him. I'm going to say inheritance. I don't know. I mean, my father can't grow a beard either, so. <laughs> okay. I've tried. Trust me. It doesn't, it's not a good look. It's not a good look when I try. So this is your good look? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. What else you got, Ken? Uh, Gideon Buckelman says, uh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Yeah. I lost it. My scroll bar. Uh, he said, what's up, my overseas friends, which is technically a question. Okay. Yeah, what's, what's up? Nothing much. Just you know, living the life, living in a the room, dream. snuggled up with my best buddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to puppet George's comment earlier, he definitely said that uh, he is the little dyke boy, or the little Dutch boy with his finger in the dike. <laughs> we talked about what the dike was. <laughs> he he right. definitely commented towards you. Um, he also said... Jo- Joseph Schultz had the question on there. What person would each of you like to raise to Master Mason, including Puppet George? I don't know what they mean. Like, out of anybody, who would we want to... Out of anybody? Have? Or you mean, like, somebody that we'd want to raise? Yeah, I don't know. That's Puppet George is not in that argument, by the way. No. I would not want to raise Puppet George. So, Joseph, if you could <laughs> clarify, we don't know what that means. Uh, Stephanie writes, What has been the biggest highlight of your Masonic career so far? Ken, pick two people. Highlight of the Masonic career. Who do we want to hear from? Let's see. Let's go with Brother Daniel. Okay. Brother Rocco. All right. Um, Talking to the mic. I'll say the highlight of my career has has probably been a combination of two things. One would be as high as I got in the, uh, in the chairs, which I chose to kind of bow out when I got to the point I got to senior deacon and just making my our lodge tends to go with a succession through the chairs and just making it through the chairs themselves and actually getting a chance to get as high as senior deacon um, I had a couple of personal things that I, I bowed out after I got to senior deacon but just sitting in the chairs and making it through the line would be one and the other one would definitely be all of the kind of extracurricular uh activities like this uh going to different degrees going to different lodges just traveling as a mason is what i would consider it because like masonicon was amazing um traveling to different lodges and seeing the especially like older lodges like naugatuck has an older lodge room and seeing older lodges and things like that seeing older buildings traveling as a mason would definitely be my second one raku um, I don't know. Highlight, I guess. Uh, I guess as I was junior, uh, sitting as master, um, which was really nice. But I wouldn't, you know. Also, um, just the friendships and uh, the camaraderie from other brothers. I mean, that's the that's the highlight for me. Is that I have people and and uh, brothers that I can rely on. Uh, when things get rough, you know they're there. So that's that's kind of uh, the highlight for me. And, and things, you know, in the past have gotten rough, and my brothers have been there. <coughs> so that's it. Gideon has a good one. Um, how would you normally react when people are giving you negative reaction when they find out you're a Mason? So if somebody was to give you a negative reaction as you're a Mason, how would your reaction be to it? So if somebody starts heckling you on the Ken, on the, excuse me, if somebody starts heckling you on the street, worship brother Ken, like Carly Franz is like, you're in that babysitter guild. I know about you guys. Um, 
while that's <laughs> never actually happened to me, and while one really never knows how one would react until they're in that type of situation. True. If I had to speculate on it, I would say I would just walk away. Me as well. I, I'm not I like a big fan of conflict. I've had one small reaction that was it was negative, but it wasn't over the top like a, what he's talking describing mm-hmm. and it was definitely a oh you guys are you know i just and it was something uh, along the lines of i just watched the conspiracy video on this and you guys are a conspiracy mm-hmm. and i kind of and i did exactly what you said you kind of well that's that's not what we're really about if yeah. you'd like to know i'll explain to you what it is and they wanted nothing to do with yeah, the facts I mean, so i basically that's not what we're going to talk if about if somebody wants away. to live in their own insular little world if they, if they want to debate it and talk about it then cool i would absolutely defend the fraternity yeah. to them but if they want to live in their own insular world and they don't want to hear anything you have to say i'd rather just walk away that's it's pretty much i mean it's I in one of a, our charges yeah, exactly. Right. Pretty and much. It's one of these where I you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I think it really depends on how yeah. somebody comes at you. If they come out, you come at you like a Carly Franz or somebody crazy like that. I, I've had one situation like that. Really? I just looked at him where I said, "If you truly believe all of that, do you really want to pick a fight with me?" Right. So, what would Puppet George say? <laughs> We're really gonna ask that? <laughs> Why not? Puppet George would probably not handle it as well as anybody else has. <laughs> he'd probably use some words that I don't know that he is okay to say right now. But all right. Tell Carly I'll be over Saturday. I need to watch your kids. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hold it down. Hold it. You're all right. ah. She's not here right now. <laughs> Hi, uh. Carly. <laughs> All right. So Joseph Schultz had said, replied, and he said, any Freemason, or any, anyone famous, anybody, who would be the hero of you to raise? We'll go around the table for this one. Start down there, and we'll go all the way around it. What was the question? Who would, who would you want to raise? A hero of yours that you yourself would want to raise to the sublime degree of a master mace? What's your brother, Dan? That's a tough one. I was there when you were raised, guy. Yeah, I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I actually <laughs> raised you. But I am your hero. Yeah. Aren't I? Yeah, you know, sometimes. <laughs> Sing it, Pablo George. Uh, um, actually, you know what? I, I, I think my, my, my grandfather, my dad's dad. I, uh, my mom's dad was, you, uh, you know, very influential in the Freemason community. But my dad's dad wasn't. Uh, not that he wasn't interested. He just never was around and uh you know he's gone now and i think that would be you know it would be interesting for me to have him around more and hang with him i think very that cool my, that would be my pick it's a good one what about you um honestly it would be one of the i would have to say one of the male figures in my family not to piggyback but i was thinking like it would be definitely my father or one of my grandparents or one of my grandfathers just because i am the first mason mm-hmm uh, my father showed interest, but hasn't really been interested in actually joining. And it's just something that I, I love the fact that a lot of Masons, it's a lineage thing. And if I have, you know what I mean, a, a son, I would definitely, mm-hmm. you know, try to incorporate it and amp it up as big as I could. And I would love to have some of my older male figures in my family 
be Masons. And not for nothing, Ken. I love the fact that you said you one of your your son came to one of your Mason events, and it was one of the proudest moments that he chose your Mason event to go to instead of something else and over an amusement park. Yeah, and that's I remember you saying that, and I remember how proud you were of it, and I think that's a really cool like aspect of it of the family line of Masons. Rocco, probably be mine. Ken's son has his first soda that day. Oh, he's bouncing off walls. I have no idea who gave it to him. <laughs> Still haven't identified the culprit. He hasn't slept in three days. <laughs> Brother Rocco. Um, I'm going to pick Bernie Sanders. All right. Wow. All right. All right. Um, not because I like him. Um, because? Because he's famous and I would like to see him raised. Because I, I, I think that half an hour conversation afterwards would be awesome. Hmm. That's all. That's all. That's interesting. I don't believe he'd get back up. <laughs> no, it's just I don't me. think he would get back up. But uh, that's, that's the guy. That's kind of brother Ken, our Warshaw brother Ken. Okay, so, um, I mean, I would have to if if I could raise anybody, it would probably be one of my sons. But mm-hmm. if we had to go with someone famous, as what are you doing with your glasses over there? If I had to go with what Joseph Schultz was saying, anybody famous, Gideon, I would have to say, I mean that would be a lot of fun, Gideon, Gideon yeah. for sure. Um, but I'd have to say Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla, always right. been a big That's fan a of Tesla. The man wasn't a Mason. That's a good one. I, I can't imagine what his life would. I mean, obviously, he's, you know, he's he's a character from history. He's past now, but. I can't imagine what he, what else additionally he would have accomplished had he been a Mason. So I think that would have been a... What's your brother Joe? I would have to pick... Me! <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> I would have to pick my older brother if he were ever to um, decide to join the fraternity. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot for me over the years. Wait, and wait is it possible you have an older brother? <laughs> yes, I have an older brother. Does he look younger than you? <laughs> I have a shorter brother, too. He's sitting to my right. Continue, Joe. I'm sorry. No, so you left the door wide open. I had okay. to kick it in. I get okay, you yeah, Probably George still gets a turn. Um, but, you know, he's done so much for me over my life that if, if that was something he ever got into, you know, he was probably my first hero growing up. So I would probably pick him. Very nice. Do I get to go? Yes, Papa George. Go ahead. I would raise you. Why would you raise me? About six inches so you could see a book of shelf. That was awesome. <laughs> Very nicely done. Very nicely done. Uh-huh. Uh, mine. Maybe eight inches. Because <laughs> you're small. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I go now, Papa George? Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Two things, as Ken said. Uh, one of the things I would absolutely want, uh, I would love to see be raised to a sublime degree of a master mason would be obviously my sons. Uh, one of them was sitting over there in the corner. I'd love for him to join this, and I'd love to be the one to raise him, um, as well as my other two. Um, but if I was to pick somebody famous, I would go with Gary Sinise. I would go with Gary Sinise because he has the Gary Sinise Foundation where he raises all kinds of money for um, for veterans and stuff like that. Very honorable person. And or I would like to raise Keanu Reeves. Hmm. 
He is Ooh, one. That'd be wow. cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good, really good pick. Could I He's one. Yeah, I know. Good pick. <laughs> He's one of the most humble actors, people on the planet, and I absolutely would love to do that. That would be my pick. I think you got a lot of likes out of that. Yeah, one. I was gonna uh, say. Yeah, you're uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Blow that was, that was, that was a good pick. Yeah, they flew off. So, um, anyway. I'm going to look at my phone because, Ken, you got something else? Yeah, let's see. Phone. Uh, Diana asks, when are you having the Battle of the Masters? Ooh. Didn't we already do that once? We did, and I won. Uh, well, so we need a rematch because Joe thinks he won. Do you want me to, do you want me to retire no. so that you guys have a chance? Because I think if we're going to do Battle of the Masters. You'd be the defending champion. What do you mean? I think if we're going to do Battle of the Masters. retire champ like Rocky Marciano. I think we need to do it in like a three-part category. One of them would be best insults. You're going to have battle of the masters based on insults. Marksmanship. Yeah. <laughs> Weightlifting. Oh, come on. Oh. <laughs> like a battle of You're going to do it, Kobe. A triathlon. Like look at Ken's arms. He'll snap at you the know, elbow. Spindly little, like, look, skinny guys fight until they're ragged, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, like little I chihuahuas. See, I want to see Ken under 315 on the bench. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and Will I you think spot me? We need to do a oh, round. I think we need to do a round of Masonic shot collar trivia for that no, one on I'm level one That's why you already lost, Dan. He said no. The last two times I've been here, there's been shot collar bullshit. Because <laughs> all he does uh, is the remote starts zapping. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Which we've is why got. Jared shouldn't post. We've got a question from. Uh, no, we have got a question from Raph here. All right, Raph. Uh oh, Raph. Raph is asking how long till the co-hosts of the show join MSL? Yeah. Well, actually, Warshaw Brother Joe already has his. My petition is in. His, his, yep, his affiliation papers are already in. We're just waiting for it not to be summertime. Brother Raph, I don't know who the hell your secretary is, but I haven't seen a petition. And I've been asking for months. I leave it up to you. I guarantee your brother Raph definitely sympathizes with you. Uh. Anyway, next question. This is actually from Peyton Pringle. Uh, brother Peyton Pringle. Peyton Pringle. Pringle. Great chips. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going for. He writes, hello, brother. I have a question I want to ask for Thursday's podcast. So this is obviously on Tuesday. Uh, in case I'm not in tune for the Facebook Live. What is everyone's most embarrassing moment either in Lodge or at a Masonic-sponsored oh, event? Brother Joe, you lead it. <laughs> embarrassing Most moment. Embarrassing As Ken moment. leans into the microphone. Wow. <laughs> oh, you were I'm sorry. If you have something, you No, no, no. I was just going to ask no, for clarification. So, yeah. in other words, something inside Lodge or at a Masonic event. Yes, inside those. Lodge or at a Masonic event, and it could either be embarrassing, funny, or embarrassing, as in like, oh, I'm completely embarrassed, and I want to just crawl in a hole right now. Your choice. I honestly can't think of one. Really, You've really never can. been embarrassed in Lodge at all? No, because I have a very high opinion of myself. <laughs> Good for you. I'm not mad at that answer. <laughs> I actually, I'll respect that answer, yeah. Is this you speaking or uh, Yeah, Puppet, Puppet George. George, yeah. No, it's Puppet George. <laughs> no, it's me. It's me. I, I honestly... Got a gravelly. <sighs> actually, no, I take that back. I can remember one. It was, um, it was last year, past master's degree. And the outgoing master was that it's tradition in our lodge that the outgoing master does the past master's degree. Right. And he hadn't done his homework. 
and another brother, past district deputy. We know how those guys can be. Just started lighting them up in front of the room. Wasn't me. It wasn't you. <laughs> wasn't me. Um, and I lost my temper bad because as a past master, I like to offer counsel, help them, right. not make them feel like a piece of crap. Ten right. minutes before we start the degree and throw the guy off. Right. So was there I a actually, live candidate? Yes. He was. Well, he wasn't there. He wasn't in the room at the time. This was like a quick run through, like ten minutes before we started. What's up, uh, brother Joe? And um, I lost it. I look because it was one of those things. It was a rough week, and I just lost it in front of everybody and stormed out of the building. Yeah, it's a. And it's like. It's a tough I need, one. I need to go back in. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I still felt how I felt, but I spoke to that past DD that I lit up mm. and said, hey, I apologize to him. Then I apologize to everybody that witnessed it. Um, but it, I, it was not a proud moment. I wouldn't say it was maybe, I wouldn't necessarily say embarrassing, but it certainly was my least proud moment. Sometimes, sometimes eating crow tastes exactly like shit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but I had to. If I believe. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I. I did what I got mad at him for doing. Right. Yeah. And then when I realized that, I'm like, I got to go back in and make uh, it I'm just basically doing the same thing he did, just in, just right. changing gears on exactly. the Exactly. Worship with the Ken, what do you got? Most embarrassing. Oh, you know, I've been trying to think hard on this, and I haven't run into too many incidences where I was truly embarrassed in Lodge. I do remember <clears throat> there were probably worse, worse times than this, but I do remember one time when I was, I believe... It must have been senior deacon, because that's the only part that I can remember where you knock with the staff. But I, I believe I was senior deacon, which was only a couple of years ago. My hands were so sweaty during a degree that I knocked twice. The rod slipped out of my hand and hit the floor, and the master just kind of stared at me. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the? It wasn't me, was it? I don't think it was you. No, because you were. No, it would have been. Um, I was senior deacon. It was Hal, I think. Hal! I believe it was Hal. What's your brother Hal? I was out of there by then. Wait, wait. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Your staff slipped out of your hand? (laughs) Yeah, my staff slipped out of my hand. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't senior deacon. I can't remember what chair I was in, but I was definitely in an officer's chair at that point. Because Hal wouldn't have done that to me. More like a baton. More like a baton. That's all I got. It's not that good. Hope you you got something better. I'm sure. Brother Rocco. Well, uh, when in the beginning, when I started learning all the lectures and and doing lectures, you know, I, I started getting a little bit ahead of myself. I would learn the EA, and then um, I, I was pretty confident with the EA. But then once I started Fellowcraft and Master, you know, I lose things or mix them up, and uh, just that moment when you're sitting there stumbling. Um, not knowing what to say, it can be embarrassing. But what's interesting about it, it doesn't really, like, I I don't see that as a highlight. Like, oh, that's the most embarrassing moment. Because they're teachable moments. They're things that I I learned from. Um, But, yeah, there is a level of embarrassment. It's not like, you know, you don't, you feel great because you missed a bunch of stuff. Right. So, that's it. Brother Dan. I got a few. Um, yeah, I got a few. I'll start with my uh, least entertaining one is what I'll say. And I, uh, it was my senior deacon, and I we were getting inspection on my senior deacon, mm-hmm. and I ended up having to leave for the second half. But I did the first half, and I 
fumbled through the entire thing to the point where I was so nervous and everything else that, and I will say, Chip was uh, inspecting mm-hmm. us, yep. and he literally pulled me to the side and was like, "I'm going to be honest with you, calm down. You're mm-hmm. so nervous, and it shows. Mm-hmm. Please." And we didn't even have a real candidate. We had right. one of the brothers walking through just for the inspection yeah, uh, yeah. and i was so nervous purple was in the room i was Do you know who that person was prepared who no who was actually it was, it the, was seth that was the was it that was walking it was through? seth so that's why when i was about to say dummy candidate i really actually meant yeah dummy, dummy candidate yeah that figures <laughs> um, yeah, next no time try talking with your hands yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was probably my uh, most embarrassing, like, realistically, I, I was personally embarrassed by the whole experience. Uh, the next one, which uh, Dan can actually vouch for, <laughs> was when I went through my Master Mason, mm-hmm. you obviously undressed to a certain extent. Right. I had, at the time... Banana hammock. A Tigger tattoo oh, on my yes, arm, the and the only thing I had on my arm was Tigger. <laughs> And I, I kid you not, at least 10 different people, and I'm still remembered to this day. Oh, you went through your, you're the one with the Tigger tattoo, right? And mind <laughs> you, now it's a full sleeve. It's not just Tigger anymore, but it used to be just Tigger. And when I went through my Master Mason. I mean, it's just got some grass and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, there there are some more. Now lines. you have Kanga and Rue. Right. Now, like now you've got two Tiggers big, and it's then three, and a couple Tigers and tiger, some grass. Yeah, and it's, okay. big, it's a big piece now. It's like Lion it used King. To be just Tigger. A big piece on a big piece. <laughs> and that would be one of my more insane. The other one I will claim is during uh, one of my degrees when I was sitting, listening to the lecture back and forth, it would be... Wonderful brother Ryan. Yeah. Mason trees. Mason There's trees. A part of super butterflies. The, yeah, super, super butterflies and mason trees. And during the actual ah, Agent Forty Seven joins us. He absolutely said, "What's you up, know, brother mason Rob?" Trees and there's super fluidies is the word, and yeah. he, I will never forget. He said super butterflies. I thought that was George that messed up. No, no, that was, I said that mason trees. I did. I did it well before all these guys came. Yeah. I said mason tree the and super uh, butterflies. A, Ryan, uh, though, now a most worshipful brother. Uh, Marsha Robinson, who it was at the time my district deputy, had made a mention about, uh, uh, I gotta go home and water my mason tree. Yeah. So I caught hell for that one. Worship Brother Dan. Uh, Most embarrassing moment. For, I think for me, I mean, I think my year as master, my first, I did two years in a row because one of our brothers moved down south. But the first year I was in the master's chair, we did a Scotch and Cigar Night, and uh, it was quite poorly attended. And we bought a significant amount of uh, scotch and cigars. And uh, oh wait, I know where you're going with this one. <laughs> and uh, I had to uh, sit in the east and uh, vote for the expenditures of that evening. Oh. And uh, we brought up the many hundreds of dollars for the not many hundreds of dollars that we brought in for ticket sales. And, uh, you know, it just kind of crickets in the lodge Well, you started and, off with the, the bill for the cigars. And then everybody was like, oh, you know, that's kind of high, whatever. And then I'm like, and then <laughs> yeah. there's, there's more. the scotch. Hold on a minute. Here's the pipe bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that was, you know, kind of, you, know, ner- you know, nerve-wracking and uh, embarrassing. And I, then, uh, I did vote in favor. Yeah, I mean, so, everybody you know. did. We got it passed. So. I think 
this one didn't involve me, but I was, I don't remember what chair I was in. And uh, we were getting ready to do a degree, it was EA. And they come running out to me and they said, uh, we have an issue. I'm like, okay. So I go in the back and there's a man standing there with nothing on. <laughs> he's no underwear. And I was like, uh, no. what's going on here? And they're like, he's like, he didn't wear underwear. And I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, buddy. Uh, put your regular pants on. Let's roll some, roll some cuffs up. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, that was, you know, that's kind I of think it was embarrassing for everybody yeah, in the situation. Yeah, right. I was thinking something similar. It's like, that's what, actually how? pretty funny, and I never would have thought to an an, an apprentice. I would never think to say, hey, if you Make wear the suit, don't go commando. Right. Like, I would never think. Yeah, I mean, not something. I, I, it's been would, told to me a couple times. Don't, you know, make sure you're wearing clothes. I would, like, dress I pants on. Why would you ever right, but think? Oh, I told you, make sure you're wearing clean clean underwear. underwear. I mean, like, assuming that you're going to have some on. Yeah. Walking into the preparation room, the man had no pants on. So I was like, what? was in everybody's head. <laughs> like, it's like, Danny, come back here. Right. We got Everybody a question else for you. It did. Come in here and look at this. No, I, I don't need hey, to. Hey, it could have been worse. You could have had a Prince Albert. Just throwing it out right. there. I just, uh, that's my most, impor- one, my yeah, most embarrassing was- one, I would have to say, was actually at your lodge, uh, Harmony 42. It was asked that they were looking for people to help out with a master mason degree. It was either Liberty Continental or if it was Harmony 42, but I remember being there. I remember being second ruffian, and I remember actually learning this part, and I've never done second ruffian. I've always done third. I love third. Um, But I've never (laughs) done second. What? You're my first. I'm fine with that. That's an easy one. Well, uh, I sent you the additional part the other day. What additional part? We do the whole Legend of Hiram. You have more than just the standard in the book. Killing me, Smalls. You didn't say that. Never mind. Call up Shane again. I'm done. Not too bad you're in. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about Joe well. saying that you're his first. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> well played. Well, very well played from the other end of the table. <laughs> uh, but anyway, getting back on it, my most embarrassing one would have to be was at I was at Harmony 42, second ruffian, knew it word perfect until I seen a certain brother who eventually became a most worshipful, whom uh, slightly intimidates me a hair. Uh, MKR. (laughs) And uh, he was in the East, and here I come, my part comes up, and I did my part. I started off, and brain melt. Complete meltdown. Forgot my entire part. And the worst part is, I did it three times times for three different candidates and dan knows as well as anybody else i do not yeah, miss anything not that person. so when i missed three times consecutive and he actually was up there and went <laughs> and oh, how long the, the uh, i got the look disgust. i got the i got the leg slap i got the, the 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 feeling of disgust and how long ago was this this is going back before i was the dd so you're going back years. Before I'm going back years. Okay. Yeah. And I was much before my time. Might have been there. It, it was a while ago. I must have been. I mean, if I mean, I was years. a past master, but I was not yet district deputy yet. Because for ten years, so first ruffian. So I mean, I I must have been there maybe. I mean, I'm, I, again, it could have been Liberty Continental, but anyway, he was there regardless, and I remember that, and that was the most embarrassed I've ever been. And it was a packed house too, if I remember. It was oh, yeah. wall the wall masons. And that was a that was a very embarrassing. It was thing. actually what I will say. That was a great question. Yes, it was. Yeah, that, that was, was a good was a really question. So here's what we're gonna do. Good stories. We're gonna keep the live going. 
We're going to keep right. the live going. We're going to take a short commercial I'm break wondering when you were for our commercial. podcast commercial. However, uh, as always, Worship Brother Joe usually sings an interlude, but I'm going to leave it up oh, to the 11 people listening and watching right now uh, that you can either ask Puppet George questions, and I will turn my computer so he can see them, and uh, he can read the questions and answer them. Actually, if you look at it, Gideon's got a lot of good comments that I wanted to bring up so I'm, in the we'll do it after the break. That's yeah. good right there, right? Yep. All right. So we're going to take a quick pause and we will be back so you can either pick the song or ask uh, puppet george a question the freemasons podcast presents real brothers of genius real brothers of genius today we salute you brother excessive masonic car sticker guy brother excessive masonic car sticker guy only you can make your rear windshield wiper sound like rapid gunfire while bouncing off all the decals here incoming square encompasses with four different arrangements york right scottish right and possibly the grocery store shop right rest assured most people don't even know what any of them mean is that man a senator is that a car behind you you'll never know oh no need for a rear view and even though you own every name tag plaque on the dining room wall and masonic tie you're still going to make sure the back of the car looks like it has measles with all those circular car decals gotta get me a license plate so crack open a nice cold orange dry you ambassador of masonic badges because only you can spread the masonic light one window cling at a time brother excessive masonic car sticker guy brought to you by the freemasons podcast seymour connecticut Alive, we are back. We took our little break. I hope you enjoyed their commercial. Uh, and uh, is any of you guys uh, one of are uh, guilty of uh, the commercial? I got four. Guilty of the commercial. I forget what we recorded oh, yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the the car. Yeah, uh, the in my last car. Uh-uh. Oh, my last car, I had a little bit too much. It was uh, Miss, uh the Brother, yeah. car decal, dark car decal really guy. George, you're definitely guilty. I got yeah. four. I only got four. Yeah, but four. This I got. It's more than three. More than that. I got Blue Lodge. I got Passmaster. I got York Right and Scottish Right. Yeah. I, I ain't that you bad. On the one time. I've only got one. I, I was like, there are a lot of Masonic, <laughs> and this is before I knew what you drove. I was like, there are a lot of Masonic, and I passed you. I was like, oh my god, that was George. Yeah. That's why I so why don't we go around the table and you guys can say what you got in your car? What do you got in your car? What kind of logos? What kind of decals you got in the back of your car? Masonic or unmasonic? Oh, which masonic. Way we which way not we not shop right. York right. Yeah. Scottish right. Which uh, which which way are we starting on this? This side or that side? We'll go down there. Worship brother Dan. Fire it off. I I actually have a, a kind of difference of opinion on those things. I mean, I have a past masters one on my car right now, but I don't wear much regalia. When I wear a suit, I don't wear a name badge. I don't wear. I'll have a little thing on my uh, lapel. Um, you know, I barely put anything on the car. Um, I think if you want to know who I am, you come up and talk to me. I mean, I have right. a tattoo on my leg, so when I work out at the gym, I wear shorts. People could see that I'm a mason, and if you want to know, I mean, I wear the ring frequently. But right. uh, I don't know. I, I'm not big into the flash or all the stickers or the, right. I don't know. Like I have a sticker now, like I said, but not much. I'm not, it's not really. Brother Dan. Uh, when I started, mind you, I go through cars like their underwear. Um <laughs> So That's I've had huge. too many cars to say. Does that I mean s- they're compact? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I have nothing but big cars. So um, I've all, all number sedans and trucks. So um, I, I've had something on every car that I've had. Actually, I just recently brought bought two new 
I have a work truck, which I don't have anything just because it's a work vehicle. I don't know that my company would endorse it, even though I have asked my boss and he told me flat out, you do what you want. If you want a Masonic thing, I, I don't oppose it. He told me I could, but I haven't put one on my new work truck. Um, my girlfriend was the one that actually loved having Masonic stickers on my cars because when she would drive them, constantly she would be asked and she wants something on my new car that she ha- drives because of that reason she actually really loves promoting the free she's worn the freemason podcast shirt to the gym and she actually had a group approach her and we're, wow. we're basically like oh you're you're the you're the you wore a mason shirt not too long ago at the gym right and she absolutely is all for promoting the masonic you know whatever the promotions for it right as of right now though i don't have any but every car that i've had previously has had at least one decal rocco i've got the the seven liberal liberal arts and a masonic sign on one on one little plaque but i'm, I'm rather embarrassed the snow and salt has killed it mm. so i gotta i gotta go heat it up get it off and put a new one on but i i usually stick one just one sticker brother ken worship brother ken I had a bunch of my old car, but I had the same problem. The winters in Connecticut are rough, they and they destroy, destroy decals. Yeah. Unless you get one of the pricier Fancy, ones, yeah. like the chromey ones, and I got yeah. one of those for my new car. It's the only decal I have in my car right now, and it's like the Memento Mori. Well, it faded. I have to get you know, inside the little cracks with a Sharpie and I did also it up, find but... get one of those antique ones, and then they get ruined. They're fine. Yeah. They still look antique. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's chrome, it's metal, you can always shine it back up. But yeah. I've got the square and compasses with the skull and crossbones in the center. Nice. Try to keep people guessing. Yeah. I yeah. guess. Nice. Um, and uh, let's see, I always wear my ring. I usually wear a small, nondescript lapel pin when I'm dressing up for work or something like that. I'll wear a. Uh, Something's minor, like. Uh, it's not. It's. I'll, I don't really want to go into what it's called, but it's. It's right. not the square encompasses. It's one of the more subtle symbols of the fraternity. Nice. Mm. And I just wear that in case I'm. You know, I meet somebody that I'm working with or a customer or something like that that knows it. I then we can it. have a conversation, but nobody really knows that right. I'm a Mason unless. Comes to my job. I travel all over Connecticut, and I always wear the hat. Mm. And I've gotten into a lot of really interesting conversations just wearing the hat. On my job because I travel all over Connecticut. And it's actually kind of neat just getting people's perspective from all over the state, and ninety percent of it is positive actually that I've gotten as far as reactions. It's good to know. What's yeah. your brother Joe? As far as the car, I just have one square encompasses uh, metal emblem on there. There was one of those brass ones that have, like you guys said, got corroded from. Yeah. Stuff. I found that um, little WD-40 helps it a little bit, um, but that's all I have on the, the car itself other than like other some non-Masonic. Like I said, I got four, one of each right that I belong to. So, All right, we're going to do a uh, lightning round. We're going to go back to the two people per answer. So uh, Joseph Schultz asks, how has the podcast affected your, I'm assuming that you or your lodges? How has the podcast affected you or your lodges? Me, um, I have, you know, I would have to say for me, and then uh, we'll pick. I'll pick one other, but uh, I'd have to say that the podcast has really affected me, as in, you know, uh, it really hasn't affected my lodge, so to speak. It's not like uh, people are like 
beating on the door yet saying, hey, you know, oh, I heard your podcast. Want to join your lodge? Not yet. No, I'm hoping it gets to that point. But for me personally, it's given me as a past master, past district deputy, and, you know, I've done everything there is to do in Blue Lodge. I'm still advancing through York right into the Grand Lodge and or the Grand Commandery and all that. But it's given me a purpose after the fact. It's given me um, a, a sense of something else to do on that end. Uh, John McManus writes, Will Puppet George be making an appearance at the car show? That's uh, a distinct possibility. Yeah, I think... Um you know, perhaps for like a, a buck a picture, we can raise some additional money for the. Yeah, we'll uh, do a buck a picture. Sure. Maybe Puppet George picture. will have his own kissing booth. That would be freaking awesome. <laughs> I'm all about that one. <laughs> well, you got one. <laughs> you got one for great great. picture. Yeah. You, oh, you're, you're working off a debit right now. You owe some money. <laughs> that might cost you two dollars. I should be free. What do you mean? <laughs> All right, so Joseph Schultz writes, who will win at a bar fight, Masonic Roundtable or you guys? Hold on, let me start by saying this. Oh. I'm very good friends with, so, with uh, Mike Hambrecht, who's a member of the Masonic Roundtable. As a matter of fact, they went live last night, and I was laying in bed. I tuned into them. I was watching them, said hello. I was listening. They had a great, great debate on their podcast, excuse me, on their podcast about, you know, uh, whether or not to stay with your mother lodge or move or, you know, demit or stay or whatever. So it was a great, if you, and I want to actually, if you listen to our podcast, slide over to them. They got a great, great podcast, different format. They got a great podcast, good information, good guys, good Masons. I like them very much, but we'll kick their ass in a bar fight. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, all, they all jump on their podcast from around the country. <laughs> via Skype. Yes. We're all here in the same room. So I think by virtue yeah. of that fact alone, safety in numbers, right? Safety in numbers. Like Although Juan, Juan Sepulveda, I think he could beat our butts. Yeah. He seems... I, I, I haven't actually seen him, but from the sound of his voice, he sounds jacked. Well, let me just tell you... You beat the guys. They're actually... I met... met yeah. We met him yeah. at uh, the Sonicon. So... Yeah, Juan's, Juan's huge, right? I went to... No, actually, he's believe it or not, right. he's not. That's the way you would describe it. Not yeah, way you describe right. it. Actually, kind of when I met Mike Hambrecht, he walks up to me. Mike, the intern, walks up to me, and he's like, hey, I'm Mike. And I'm like, fee fi fo fum. I mean, granted, <laughs> i got to look up to him, which isn't saying much. Go ahead, make your puppet really, George crack. You're, that's going to be that's your go too easy. He's a big dude. He's a really big guy. So Yeah, he's all like 5'7". <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really big. Seriously, we, we, we all listen to their podcasts. Yes. They and they've been very helpful on. to us. They have yeah. been no, absolutely helpful. Great, pod mm. great podcast, but we can yes, kick their do. ass for sure. Yeah. Who has the most Masonic lapel pins? Mm. I'm going with George. You just, no, you I think, think I, I, I don't know. I think I, I have. I don't know. That, the guy. Our, the, no, the, guy. The, the promotional. We, we put a promotional out. Who's the promotional guy that we always put out for the pins and all Oh, upon the point. Upon the point. That's challenge coins. And, and he yep. sent you like a half dozen. He did dozen send me a dozen. box of them. Yeah, lapel pins. Shout out so. to Worship Brother Dennis Burns. He's, he's, yeah, he did send me a lot. I was on Great a, uh, don't was forget. On a traveling we, degree team, and I would get a lapel pin. Yeah, I was going to say. So that was, yeah, I have. I have far too many lapel pins. I, and have, I wear one. I have basically a, a jewelry box dedicated yeah, to just pins I've collected. Uh, I've, I've got, got a drawer full. I've got a whole little case right. that I put them all in. I, I mean, we'd have to literally go home and... 
We'd have to literally go home and check. Yeah, and count. Yeah, I would, yeah, <laughs> I would have to out. tally them all up. I'll go home and count, and I'll let you guys know. Chris Martinelli. Hey, Worshipable Chris. brother, Kiss Mar- uh, Chris Martinelli. Um, out of uh, Liberty Continental Lodge. Uh, what is your biggest pet peeve that fellow brothers do or don't do in Lodge? That's a rough one. Prompting from the sidelines. Yeah. Oh, you stole oh, prompting yeah. from the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. I got one that's not, oh, that's so rough. Especially after you announced, we have a prompter. This is who is prompting. He is the only prompter. And then somebody chimes in when you're just doing that dramatic pause. Not that you forgot, but you're right. doing that dramatic pause. And they jump in. Oh, Joe, I will say, <sighs> love that you brought that up because... That is one of absolutely my biggest pet peeves. If I look at the prompter, then I need a prompt. Right. If I right. don't, then let me then go. Let me I think get that pause in. I think that's a resounding. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that's a big. I, I would firmly I say There's nothing worse than somebody correcting you midway through, especially during a dramatic pause, like Joe said. Yeah. You get that okay. dramatic pause, like you know, at one point in a ritual, says, uh, "Withdraw now while there is yet time." Dramatic pause. Nope. Right. That's not. And a, then you start your next thing, and they jump in with the next word, which is like the design. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Like just, just do what it was. Yeah, you just come. Like, well, it's even worse when they're wrong. Yeah. And then you look yeah, over yeah. and you're like, no, I got this. Actually, I stopped for a dramatic pause one time. You know what else drives me insane? I was actually given the obligation. I'm at the altar. Candidates are down. They're doing their thing. I mean, I'm not giving anybody secrets because, you know, you can watch on the History Channel. But there's nothing worse than having the chaplain or prompter next to you with the book open. And as you're trying to – I can only describe this. I'm going to try to show this on, on uh, the camera. But you're, you stop for the dramatic pause and you get this. And then you got a book in your face. Like, what are you doing? Dude, I got it. Like, I got Someone it. Someone like, sideways. I don't need like, the book. Hey, like, and then hey. you're swatting the book away. Like, I got it. I got it. My bigger <laughs> issue is related. I would, I would have to say if I had a secondary pet peeve to, like, people that prompt when they're not supposed to, it's people that echo back the obligation to you when you're trying to give it as the master. Ah, yes. So hearing it in the background and also from the candidates or hearing it from them as they're or saying speak, it as, as you're, you're saying, saying it, yes. it just drives uh, me insane and it totally throws you off. Let me also add don't do that, brothers. side conversation in Lodge when there's oh, another conversation okay. going on. When you're doing a degree and they're over there going, that drives me bananas. Especially like I've done the Order of the Temple. I did the commander part of Order of the Temple while I, while I was in uh, New Haven. And the acoustics of that building, you can hear a mouse fart from the other side of the room. Oh, yeah, it's a big, so big a, room. a simple whisper quietly can be heard all the way across the room. It's an extremely large room. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, I will post pictures of it if Dan, anybody's interested in it. It's a very impressive building. Yeah. And, but that's the absolute worst is when you're hearing side conversation. You want to talk about a distraction? It's insane. I'm Chris gonna, Martinelli. I'm going to jump in and, and just say ad-libbing. Can't stand it. Ad-libbing, yeah. yeah that, People that, do that. Yep. Like, for a, long a fumble from here and there. No, but it's fine. Major word changes, I agree. you completely change it and put, your, put it in your own words, it's, right. yeah, it's not... Chris Martinelli, who would win in a cage match, Puppet George or Worshipful Brother George? Who? I would have to go with Puppet I'm George. I'm going with the puppet. I'm going with the puppet. He, he's a squirrely he's a scrapper. Guy, yeah. He's a scrapper. <laughs> For a little guy, he smokes a pack a day. Right. He drinks uh, Jack Honey. He's, he's, uh, he's a tough he's a little, little SLB. Uh, it'd be interesting. 
<laughs> we can make that happen. Um, do you think that the reason most uh, dynamic manners? Do you think that the the reason most Masonic lodges tend to be haunted because the brothers are so bound by their oaths that they're afraid to give up and move on? No, I don't. Uh, my personal opinion is that this is their happy place. We've said it before. Masonic lodges are our happy place. We come here. It's my escape. We hang out. It's our escape. It's our sanctuary. escape from the sanctuary. Yep, sanctum sanctorum. Sanctuary. That would be where I'd go, is to come back to a Masonic lodge and feel that camaraderie amongst brothers. And to feel that peace that the I lodge feel that often peace. gives you. Most Masonic lodges aren't the original building that was the Masonic lodge. Correct. Now, in our case, this was a Masonic lodge, and we came back. Right. So all of our activity ramped up when we came in here because I believe, in my personal opinion, that they're excited that we're back. And right. they're feeling part of it. So if I we're mean, going to get into the ghost thing of it, it was a church. So oh, everybody a church, makes right. a big deal about harmony and the, you know, and right. their and their otherworldly whatever that they have there. But it, it was a church. Michael Alchin. Sorry, hey, real hey, quick. Michael. He's uh, just, a quick, just a quick, just a quick good eye, brothers. On my way back to the rig, and we'll listen later. Be careful out there, brother yeah, Mike. Be careful, careful. Please, please be careful, please Joe. I drank your. He's going to a. A drilling rig. Damn. Going to a drilling Offshore. rig. He's Offshore. He's driving there, Danny. Oh, I thought he meant rig. Like no. Well, like, either way, no, he's no, no, no. The drill he sent me. He sent me videos of he was out on the rig during the middle of a typhoon <clears throat> and the oh, waves God, just yeah. smacking the hell out of this rig. Like, God bless him because he's freaking nuts. He wouldn't catch my ass dead out there. It's insane. That's a job and a half. Do you all believe in ghosts? I would have to say, in my personal opinion, yes. Only because I've seen way too much crazy shit up here happened for me to not believe. Worship Brother Joe. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen him. Worship Brother Ken. I'm a skeptic. <laughs> Brother Rocco. You're the I man was on of the fence before we renovated this lodge. Uh, during the renovation and after the renovation, it, it turned me 180. Right. Worship Brother uh, Dan. Also a skeptic. Really? Skeptic. All right. Uh, Brother Dan. Yes. Go, believer in ghosts or not? This is a tough subject for me. Um, uh, this is going to be a long-winded conversation. If any of you guys want to take a nap. No, I, 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 won't even, I, I won't even go into that much detail. <laughs> I, have, I have family members that are avid believers, and it kind of strayed <laughs> me away towards that because of the family members. Uh, honest What's answer up, uh, is Brother I, I would actually say yes. I am a believer in... Spirits sticking around for whatever reasons, and whether it be good or bad, um, any type of thing that I've ever dealt with has always been kind of positive as far as there's been certain superstitious things in my family that have gone on that basically my, uh, long story short, and I will say it, my long story short, my uh, grandparents had a child that passed away very young. And he's banging on the table. He's banging on the goddamn table again. He's banging on the table again. This is why you have to hook up the shot collar. Yes, where is it? Take hold the shot collar. Your shot collar is nothing. Go ahead. I think it's off actually. I think it shuts off after time. Oh, never mind. I was turning up the voltage. I don't think it's on. It's on. It is on. Yeah, it is. His veins are all poppy. Are you sure? There's not. No, it's not on. I was gonna say. How do I do it? No, yeah, that's on. Is the light on though? The lights on. No. Turn on your heart light. Oh, no. And you? No, I can't. I don't think it is. Hold on. Maybe the battery's dead. <clears throat> it might be. 
Have your supposed to beep when it's on, or is it beeping when it's off? The light is supposed to be on right now. When it's on, the light stays on. Okay. At any rate. Uh, anyway, Greg Schultz has an excellent question here. Is do you fellas have any Masonic tattoos? Ooh, I do not have any Masonic tattoos because uh, I am actually uh, broke. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have any Masonic tattoos. I just never got one. That one right there. That's cool. I like that. I actually, never Joe, that. I've never seen that one. That actually is really cool. I like that. Well, it was dark when you when I was undressed in front no, of you. No, so. you've always had sleeves on is what it really huh. comes down to. I've got a little all-seeing eye over here. Oh, you have a bunch. Black ink. Oh, yeah, uh, black ink too. I like it. I've got a little hermit yeah, tarot card that's got the yeah. seal of Solomon inside. Let me just say. i got to say, the black yeah. ink contrasts really well on With my porcelain. Skin. Damn, damn, you stole it from me. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> he stole it from me. I'm that's because us gingers don't need additional <laughs> color other than our hair. <laughs> damn, you can. He stole the joke from me. I mean, oh, he I'm ripped sorry. the rug right out from underneath me. No, that was fine. More uh, like a little mat for you. Want. I do. I have a, I have a color. <laughs> Uh, but my all-seeing eye one was actually done by a brother. Uh, was it? There yes, is. past district deputy Greg Schroeder. Nice. District I have, one. I got one of my uh, right calf, but I I think it's hard for me to. Cheat. Yeah, I don't have any. Uh, there, I haven't got any Masonic tattoos yet. Although, you want to read a good book? Dan Brown's The Lost Symbol is all yes. about Masonic, and let me tell you, when they described the tattoos of the villain in that, it was awesome. He had both legs decorated as Jacob and Boaz. Yep. He had the crown on his head for the for the uh, the Knights Templar York Rite. He had the across. I think it was either his chest or his back was the twin eagle of the uh, Scottish, Scottish Rite. Right. He had his hand Frickin tattooed like that. Yes, hand like the hand of mysteries. Yeah, you know? and that was. If I had the money, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I'm still trying to design and figure out who's going to uh, ink my first Masonic tattoo on me, but I do have something. That's Actually, there are several. Uh, we have a brother, Greg no, Schroeder. Yes, Greg Schroeder. I'm gonna have to talk to Greg Schroeder. And there's another one. Um, oh God, I just became friends with him on Facebook. I have Horace. I have Horace in there. Like Dan Romanello or Romanotti mm -hmm. or something like yeah. that. Yep. Um, I've tried to convince them to to maybe consider doing a Masonic Flash day. You know, they do Flash. Is that like a day. Flash dance, like a mob? Like a no, it's like oh, I see. I was going like Flash Masonic dance, like, Mob Flash, yeah, like whatever. Yeah, the we hell talked it's about doing that at our lodge too, about like having Masonic okay. Tattoo Night, where you bring in, you know, the the <laughs> artists can bring in, you know, everything that they need to make it like yeah. a sterile environment, and put down a flash paper and just be like, look, these are all whatever, fifty bucks, whoever. Flash is like the stuff you see up on oh, the wall that's that already cool. made. Yeah, they got like pre I would come home about a thousand dollars more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine, mine is completely <laughs> custom, so my dad survived cancer twice, so uh, I wanted something. Uh, a little, uh, congratulations! That's nice. awesome news. Unique, so I have a cancer ribbon. And it ties into the top of the square. And I noticed that on your, like, oh, yeah. just on a side note, really cool. uh, so I think nice. I, I Diana McManus told Greg Schultz to get a Puppet George tattoo. <laughs> that you know that? Um, on the Freemason podcast, the yeah. emblem that I don't know who put it out. Was it Peter Daigle we that did all those emblems? That would be a great tattoo. Grab it. Grab that it. Would. The, uh, I don't care. Grab it. I'll grab it. I don't need I think it was Peter Daigle that did those. I'm telling you, I think it's that thing's dead. No, I think no, that would be free Patreon for life if you got a Puppet George tattoo. You, you know which one I'm talking about. The Yeah, the, the square encompasses with Puppet George in the middle. Let me see that thing. Fire that thing down. 
Um, that would be. That I might that be, be actually a pretty. So when we have our battle of the masters, that could be the losers' punishment. I would get that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a master. I'm not a oh, past master. Okay, a tattoo. We're talking. Yeah, I, mean, I was I'd just be, gonna say, say like, something small. Three inches. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, small. I'll take that. Working? Any position? Any place we want? Yeah. The loser. Well, the winners get to get to pick. Can't do your face or your neck or something. Face, no, neck. Won't do butt cheek. no, a lot. You're absolutely right. I can't tell if it's working or not. I know a guy. Oh! Wow! Wow! It's really on. What is Yeah! I told you, man. It's like way above. Who else wants to see if it's really on? It's on like. Dan, check. Dan, check. Make sure. Make sure it's on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I take it like a chant though. You see my hand twitching. It's not stuff. You know it works though. Why do they hand it to me? It's not Uh Dan, just stick it on his arm. Just stick on his arm. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Stick on his arm. He'll be fine. I don't want that. He'll be fine. Do it. I won't. Because I think it's wrong to do it to somebody else that's not gonna volunteer for that. You're not here for I heard you before, yeah. Alright, while you guys are screwing around, Gideon actually has a comment here. He what? said, have you guys seen the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, which I have. Saw once, it and loved wasn't it. wasn't really Did paying this close attention. That? Ah, so he says, there's a definite connection with Freemasonry. In one of the first scenes, uh, first you see one of the people working on the Live Aid stage preparing the concert, so one of the roadies. Yep. There is a close-up of his Masonic ring. Next thing you see Freddie Mercury waking up, showing just one eye for a moment. It's interesting. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. The, oh, my in God. In watching that movie, I watched it with my girlfriend, I paused it and I looked at her did you see that and she completely blank faced no I have no idea what you're talking about wow. I was like Only there is a Masonic it. ring they just showed a and it's a clear it's definitely a roadie carrying right, right. like an amp or a box some type of box I and own it I'll close, go back and check and it when I sit, it's a close up of their hand carrying the box okay. and it is a clear so right in that beginning day, opening sequence when they're the getting scenes, yeah, absolutely. before the if you've seen the movie yeah. it's when he's about to walk through the, the in the curtain, very beginning, in the very beginning. Yeah, it's, okay. this is one of those movies that starts at the end yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's so when it, they point. show that it is clear as day and it is right, a Sonic brother, ring on his joined. hand oh, did and you're absolutely right and hey, I didn't Chip. take that into consideration hey, they do show him waking up with yep. exactly that hey. so he also asked what the connection was and that I don't uh, know two things. Uh, yeah. maybe one of the producers or somebody was I don't know, think Freddie Mercury was the movie two things I want to interject with real quick it is a really number one number one uh I love the fact that we take shots at each other, but we actually have people on watching live right now taking, taking shots, shots at each other. Oh, yeah, I know. So oh, Joseph bad. Schultz writes, Brother Joseph Schultz writes, who has family in the fraternity? I'm stuck with Greg Schultz. <laughs> 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 and two, I want to do one more Masonic toast to uh, right worshipful brother Chip Schofield. His birthday was a couple days ago, and he's watching. So uh, Happy birthday. Charge up oh, the cannons. As a matter of fact, Gideon, if you look on the Oh my god, is Facebook, he still on Gideon, the Bohemian Rhapsody thing? Gideon posted the picture. Mama That's awesome. I didn't see it. Just kill the man. <laughs> so Joe actually it's, took a I took a dig at Greg because he joined a little bit later and he's like, I'm telling mom. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys That's are awesome. Alright, cannons charge your land! We're going to do a toast to uh, right. We're charging. We're charging. Worshipful. I can still say the toast. Right, worshipful brother Chip Schofield. His birthday was a couple days ago. Oh, happy birthday, brother! So uh, we're going to toast him. 
Ready? Ready. Brethren, right hand to arms. Two arms. Two arms. Two arms. Hold on. Something. Yeah. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Happy birthday! Happy Bro birthday! Happy birthday! We're gonna shut this down pretty soon. Getting pretty late, yeah, so it's uh, time. it's about that time. We got football tonight. Real football. Real football. Real football. Not foosball or football. Foosball's the devil. <laughs> Bobby Boucher, are you playing the foosball again? <laughs> oh my God, I forgot all about that movie. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and watch it. That was a great, I, I, I love that movie. Oh my God. My mama said. I love that movie. Mama said. Mama football said. is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. I like Sam. Vicky Valencourt. And she likes. She showed me her boobies. And I like, like them too. <laughs> Medulla oblongata. We're gonna get sued. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Medulla oblongata. My, my, my mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. I'm just oh, like, God. all right, brothers, we say we lock it up. All right. Is everybody, uh, hopefully. Those who don't know, that's a Waterboy reference. That's, that's <laughs> all that's a lot of Waterboy yeah, reference. Yeah. If you've never seen it, watch the movie, The yeah, Waterboy. It's, it's freaking hilarious. Oh, God. It's me and your daddy, we're both to. I forgot all about that part. <laughs> Uh, then he's got the. We could be all like that Tiger Woods and his daddy. <laughs> just Captain Insano. That is your power Ooh. bomb by Captain Insano. <laughs> all right, brothers, let's lock it up. All right, for the Freemasons podcast, I'm your host, Right Warshall brother George Marjorie, signing off. Warshall brother Joe, signing off. Warshall brother Waterboy Ken Tarwood, <laughs> signing off. <laughs> brother Rocco. A brother Daniel, signing off. Rocco didn't speak. Warshall brother Dan. Rocco, you didn't speak loudly into the mic. Can you please grab the shot collar for just one more time? That's, oh, that's some high quality H2O. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we end it. I, I, that's I, how we end it. <laughs> All right. Good night, brother.